We've spoken before about the noble demons and their obsession, the single beacon of light that illuminates everything they think and do. The Radiant Prince exists to acquire, with no thought at all for what he acquires, from whom, or why. Whether or not he is even capable of questioning his urge to hoard, he doesn't. The Lady of the River's origin, though she claims to hate uncleanliness, builds her entire life around corruption, around seeking it out and destroying it, and without it she would have nothing. Did you know? Humans can be the same way. Welcome to Sword of Symphonies. award-winning host king i'm cat hi with me today i have award-winning kathleen hello we have award-winning nick hi everybody and we have the award-winning kirsten hi everyone and thank you everyone for making this all possible oh god don't thank the academy we don't have time <laughs> <laughs> But yes, that is right. We are back from the New Jersey Web Fest and we are officially the best ensemble cast and we're absolutely tickled to the point of being real brats about it. At least I am. We will try to keep the brattiness down on on the podcast, but uh, no promises. (laughs) I won't. (laughs) Yeah, you can try. I'm not gonna. But yeah, the... New Jersey Web Festival has started putting audio fiction along with web series and like film stuff. And I went and it was a fabulous time. I got to talk with a whole lot of people. And at the end of it, they gave us a couple of awards for being a very good podcast, not playing D&D. The outstanding one, not playing D&D, I suppose. And for having the best ensemble cast. Mm-hmm. It's... We're completely delighted and uh, looking to chase this high as far as we can. So we're going to just kind of (laughs) do the festival thing for a while. Um, Don't worry. We're not going to change anything. Well, it seems to be working, so I don't know if we should change. (laughs) I couldn't if I wanted to. So previously on Sword of Symphonies, the party went back to Stageport. And its beloved captain decided he was going to take a vacation. So, with Cobb and Mr. Sot packed up and headed to a fishing lodge, the rest of the party met up with Marilyn, Cobb's friend, the beckoning infiltrator, recently added to the Albatross Legion. The Albatross Legion had been working on something, but they decided to set work aside for the night and go party. Unfortunately, their partying was interrupted as partway through their pub crawl, they were attacked by a lesser daemon. They managed to defeat it, but the question remains, why did work find them in the middle of their party? Why can't they be allowed to party? While the party is going through all of this, Cobb and Saad are checking in. They've made their way up the coast to a nice little fishing lodge, nice quiet place to get some fishing done. Sod is nodding off as Cobb takes care of the paying for rooms and getting the itinerary and everything like that. And eventually the two of them head peacefully off to their rooms, completely unaware that the party got jumped. Well, not totally unaware. Okay. 
Cobb got some sort of message about uh, some sort of speedy time, but uh, he wasn't paying that close attention to it. (laughs) It's time for bed. They have to get to bed early because they're going to be up first thing tomorrow. That's when the fishing is best. Sorry, Marilyn. Cobb does not have time right now. And then we rejoin the team on their pub crawl. The second stop, Wiltha is back at the table with drinks for everybody, including for herself. Just kind of sulking into her ale. Marilyn is probably also sulking. In fact, she is definitely sulking, just kind of sitting there, swirling her mug, just kind of going, what? I don't like it when they look like people. I don't do that anymore. I wanted a night off. I worked hard today. I know. You deserve a rest, and then this happens, Mm. gets in the way. Mm. It's not fair. Not fair. Is there always this much work? No. Because both times we've met you, it's been... Hmm. Well, it's been a little busy lately, but... Maybe you're cursed. Hmm. That can happen? No, they travel with the big guy. They are definitely cursed. Mm-hmm. You know, there are some people who everywhere they go, something terrible happens. That's horrible. Hmm. How does, how does that... How do people get cursed? Who knows? Sometimes they meddle with the wrong demon... Maybe they try and make a deal with one, but it doesn't like the terms of the deal, so it curses them. Oh. I don't think we did that. I read a story about it once. Lotha shrugs and goes back to her drink. Penelope just stares wide-eyed like a child listening to a ghost story. You have to be really careful when you talk to demons. Mm. I mean... Really, it's always what they want, and they're going to get what they want, no matter what. So you have to make sure that the thing that you want is the thing that they want. (sighs) Well, it looks like we are dealing with a demon. Uh, Why did it have to be a demon? At least if it's horrors, they don't, you know, work doesn't follow you home there. But with demons, you got to figure out whose is it, where did it come from. Plus, with horrors, you at least get the day off. And, like, with horrors, it's not personal, right? It's just... I'd certainly hope not. But that's an interesting thought, Penelope. And Wotha, for a brief second, is uncharacteristically thoughtful. It immediately vanishes. She shakes her head and takes a drink. (laughs) Maybe it is personal. What did I do to deserve this? Did you do something to deserve this? (laughs) Oh, she's done plenty to deserve this, but... Mean! That is mean. Bullying me! So unfair. So unfair. Not only are you not able to party because horrors get in the way, but then people saying you deserve it? Not fair. Mean! Here, I'll, I'll let, let's get another drink. And Penelope gets up and grabs some more ciders. As soon as Penelope gets up, <laughs> Wolfa just kind of smirks at Marilyn. 
Marilyn just rolls her eyes and takes a sip from her drink. Do you know what I have to work with? Tissa takes a sip of her own drink. She's harder to wrangle than Stephen and Lily. Mm-hmm. Now, I've met them, and that is mean. <laughs> but you may be onto something. Hmm. We're on a rare paid job. Oh? It doesn't happen often, but... It's nice, though. You're not wrong. We have been hired by a certain wealthy merchant because people in, let's say, upper crust circles have been going missing lately. Huh. A client is very worried he might be next. And so what do you think? We didn't know what to think until just now. You said you went to a thing? Mm-hmm. Is that where the... F- Tissa makes some sort of, like, stacking on hands gesture again. Mm. With those people? I went on a date with our client's eldest to a fancy party. Mm. Which I have to imagine is the only reason they knew to go after us. Oh. Hmm. Oh, you're back. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Here, here's the drink. Thank you. You went to a fancy party for... Mm-hmm. Undercover. Oh. Spice. Mm-hmm. I had to pretend to be a fancy society lady. It was exhausting. They wouldn't let her wear her hat. They would not let me wear my hat. They wouldn't uh, you wear... Why? What do you put on your head if you can't wear a hat? Right? Uh. I had to wear this tiny one that I just had to pin into my hair. I mean, I still looked great, but... Marilyn just kind of looks at everybody's hats for a second and realizes where she is. (laughs) (laughs) I just realized our party actually, I think, all wear some sort of... Wrong. Head covering. Cobb is hatless right now. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, right. Yeah, his hat turned into a jacket, remember? Uh-huh, and then we went j- hat shopping, but never, eh. So, I must have drawn enough attention to become a target. You are very good at drawing attention. <laughs> but, if it's been a demon taking people out, then this is complicated, huh? Yeah. Yeah, I haven't heard anything through my channels. Hmm. Did you know they can die? No. Blood. I'd never heard such a thing. Can't anything die? Isn't that how it works? Hmm. Hmm. Tissa just stares into her glass for a second. Um. Well, there weren't any demons at the party. It would have been a fun party if there were. Did you notice anything unusual? I think we see, like, Wolfa make a thoughtful expression. And the camera pans up to, like, hazy flashback vision. There's just a flashback to Wolfa getting into a fist fight. (laughs) (laughs) Some guy in a suit leaving with his nose bloodied. (laughs) No, I can't think of anything. 
She goes back to her drink. Oh, that's our Wolfa. <laughs> she's pretty good at subtlety, but she's... Doesn't mean you have to use it. This is true. Where... Where was this fancy party held? Um, it was at the residence of the Nagling family. A influential merchant family. Dealing primarily with, um... Oh, I studied for this party, too. Um, textiles? I don't know. Probably dye or whatever. You're you're close. They're they are textiles and wool. That and their shipping magnet. I used to know them a little bit better. And Marilyn kind of hurriedly takes a drink before she says anything else. <laughs> you should have gone to the party. You wouldn't have had to study as hard. I don't know if that's a good idea. <laughs> oh, are you bad at parties? No, I think they know me there. Well, now they know me there, too, so we're going to have to send someone else next time. Is there going to be a next time? Are they having a party soon? Probably. Probably. They love that stuff. Yeah. Not much else to do this time of year anyways. Should we collect clues? Uh, Marilyn. Hmm? I just had a wonderful idea. Hmm? Mm. They might know you if you go as a guest. And I might not be invited back, but I might. We'll see. Anyway, do you know who no one pays attention to? And a grin kind of spreads across her face, and she looks back and forth between Penelope and Marilyn. Who? who? The staff. Oh. I'm sure I could be well-behaved enough to pretend to be, you know, staff of the house. You could wait tables, bring drinks, listen. She could. Boy, I hope what the big guy tells me is wrong. <laughs> oh. Wait, what did he tell you? Yeah, what did he? Mm-hmm. Only that, um, well, let's, let's just make sure we don't put her anywhere near the buffet. Again, mean, but... Mean! (laughs) I mean, I'm sure the buffets at these things are phenomenal, aren't they? Oh, yes. Yeah, yes. Well, if you like tiny foods. I mean, I like all foods. I mean, it is probably best that I'm not near the buffet. (sighs) Well, if I get invited to the next party, I'll try and set you all up as staff. And we can all do a very clever spy mission together. How does that sound? You know, actually, and Marilyn is now maybe a little too far into the drink. I think actually, yeah, yeah, that could work. Um, I'm confused, I think. Just a, like, sighs and kind of looks up and down and takes a, a drink and puts it back down and makes a gesture and stops and... Couldn't we just ask? Hmm? I mean... Uh, ask who? It, it seems like if you want to know something, you should just be able to ask. Hmm. 
The problem is knowing who to ask and what. Yeah, I still know a couple of people up that way, but the the well-to-do don't like talking to you if you don't have something that they want. Mm. Not that you can't still get something from them anyways, but a little harder. But a party would be a good idea. (laughs) Nothing loosens the lips like some, uh, oh, what's that stuff called that they love? Comes from Hushwave, um, light green, fruity, very alcoholic. (laughs) I can't remember what it's called, but I remember what it tastes like. That sounds delicious. Oh, I've had that. Did you not have any? I heard you spent a lot of time in Hushwave. I probably did. I should have paid more attention. Green, green, <laughs> let me think. D- does it get mixed in with some other fruits and things too? Mm, if you're boring. <laughs> Penelope kind of blushes. Fruits are not boring. <laughs> or, or trying not to get alcohol poisoning. Or that, I suppose. <laughs> no, fruits are how you know what time of year it is and where you are and stuff. Fruits aren't boring. Mm. No, I once went to a party where there was a bunch of fruit that was just absolutely soaked in it. Ooh. And you would just eat this fruit salad and get completely blitzed. Ah, my younger days. <laughs> so, I guess the question then is, do we know if they're going to be doing anything like this again? Mm. They, they have to, right? Like, what else is happening this week? Nothing. Mm, I don't know. Like, there's no big shipments coming in. There's no big shipments going out. All there is to do is uh, meet up with your friends and drink lots of uh, green liquor. And eat tiny food. And eat tiny food. Mm. Is the tiny food on little tiny skewers, too? Some of it. Oh, that is nice. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I do love a tiny skewer. Yeah. Oh, especially the little ones that are shaped like swords. Those are so cute. Oh, those are fun. Mm-hmm. Tissa kind of slumps a little bit. I don't understand any of this. Oh. Well, here's the thing about parties, Tissa. No one understands them. Not a single damn person. <laughs> Every single person at a party is hoping that no one else there notices that they don't know what they're doing. I thought that you just danced and stuff and sometimes someone had a good harvest or um, it's the middle of winter and so there's nothing else to do except like get together because mm, Um, no fancy society parties are all about anxiety um, and money and money why? That's a very good question, Tissa. Definitely different than the parties I've been to. Oh, I... When I said I was working hard today, I meant it. Was not fun. This is fun. <laughs> she motions around to the bar like, this is a good time. Penelope takes another swig of her cider. Ooh, should we head to our next bar? Next one? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Tissa, are you worried? 
Um, more and more lately. Mm. Yeah, me too. Hmm. Mm. Well, let's think about it on the way to the next one. Mm-hmm. I think while we're going between bars, Penelope is going to roll some humanities to see if she hears about a party happening in the next, like, coming up. Okay. Just if anything kind of pops up. Uh, nice, nice, nice. Sensitivity humanity, I think, would be eavesdropping. That sounds good. Ah, uh, one success. You hear someone go, bro, fucking go to Jeff's, man. <laughs> Jeff's is lit today. No, man, mm. not, no, 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 bro. Bro, Jeff's on Magnolia, what the hell are you talking about, bro? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you hear people talking about which bars are hopping tonight. All right. Well, then I guess Penelope suggests the one that sounds the most hopping. We should go there. Jeff's. Ooh. Jeff's has this cheese plate? Yeah, I have to admit it's pretty good. It's very good. And I've been eating tiny food all day, Marilyn. Isn't the tiny food usually cheese too? And regardless, there was some cheese, yeah. <laughs> let's let's go get non-tiny cheese. Let's go get big cheese and big drinks. <laughs> Wiltha gives one of her carefree fist pumps and leads the party out. <laughs> and the night goes on like this. Between genuinely having a good time, having a bunch of drinks, trying to convince a increasingly anxious and unmoored Tissa that everything's probably fine, trying to convince a very moored but still pretty anxious Marilyn that everything's fine. <laughs> I don't know how successful either of those are. I'm not the one who gets to say whether or not they're successful. <laughs> Only you can decide that, listener. No, you guys can do. You're the players. <laughs> Why is it you keep telling the listener to decide things? Well, be because it's good to teach them self-reliance and you know, like. <laughs> yeah, we can't spoil the listeners by making decisions for them. We have to teach them. <laughs> we have to support them in their decision making. Listener, this is your exercise in like your your critical like literary skills. <laughs> so I've got a question. Does anybody have anything they want to do during party night or should we go to the next day? Let's go to the next day. Okay. Yeah. So we are, unless anyone has any better ideas, I think we are at the head, the headquarters of the Albatross Legion. Tissa is on her second or third cup of coffee, and instead of making the headache go away, she's just developed a new, interesting, different kind of headache. Oh, no. Freyasan is bustling around, tidying the place up, straightening papers. They insist on dusting off Chila's desk, even though everyone knows she's just going to put her boots back on it. <laughs> yeah, but there won't be any dust on it. There won't be any dust on it. And there is a ring. Someone installed a bell over the door. Probably Ampe. Seems like something he'd do in his quest to make it seem like a legitimate business. And someone strides in through the door. 
She is tall and broad-shouldered. She's wearing a tunic with no sleeves, showing off kind of muscular arms. She's got long black hair that she wears in a tight, severe ponytail. Regarding yesterday, she says, and Wolfa jumps up. Ah, my pretend girlfriend is here. Everyone. Is is this about the fist fight? This is my pretend girlfriend, Anjin Redwater. And Anjin kind of blushes a little and nods. Penelope waves. Hello. So this is not about the fist fight. You know, I did a very good job starting that fist fight. Yes, yes, you performed admirably in the fist fight. You got into a fist fight? <laughs> Oops. One thing led to another. What can I say? As things do. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Anyway, we were jumped by a lesser daemon last night. And Anjin kind of blinks. Looks a little startled. Yeah, it's true. It was really fast. Mm-hmm. But um, I guess that one was faster, and that's good probably because... Hmm. Are, are you all all right? None of us are dead. Mm-hmm. So here's the good news that you can tell your dad. The good news is we found out what's been making people go disappear. And Wotha gives just a very large, very forced grin. And the bad news is, I assume it is a demon. Mm-hmm. Got it in one. Hmm. So what do we do? And Wotha details your party plan. Which is to say that we uh, <laughs> we sneak the party in as as staff to a fancy party. Wotha still seems delighted with this plan. <laughs> Penelope's lo- nodding along enthusiastically. Mm-hmm. We need to collect a lot more information first. We can't really go after this thing if we don't know where it's going to show up. I still don't understand why we can't just ask. Ask who, Anjin says. Um, I mean, if all of these people are disappearing, you'd think they, other people, they would know? Don't people talk to each other about this kind of thing? Yes and no. The folks in that part of town are very insular about this sort of thing, especially when they think they can get something out of it. It's not nice to move up in your business because your competition got kidnapped by a demon, but it is effective. Well, that's dark. (laughs) Yeah, that's Marilyn for you. (laughs) That's me nothing. That's high society. I need some more coffee. Mm -hmm. You did overdo it a little bit, didn't you? Well, I also got woken up this morning. There was a, uh, there was a fight over a teddy bear. Oh. It was taken care of. We're, we're good now. It, it did occur. It's 5.30 in the morning. That's really oh. early. It's too early. That's what I said. 
Well, then... Anjin kind of looks around the room, nods slightly. All right. You'll have your party. I'll convince my father to make arrangements. Thank you. Yes, much appreciated. Do you still need a pretend date? Unfortunately, yes. Oh, mean. <laughs> you know, you can, you could just ask her. Yeah. Tissa, like, is sort of, like, nodding, not saying anything, but, like, the, the feeling of you could just ask is strong. Yeah. <laughs> well, at any rate, I'm going to go talk to my father. I'll uh, send word as uh, soon as plans are made. And at this, her expression cracks again. She's not particularly good at maintaining it, you've noticed. I... Dad's really frightened. And he's already lost a couple business associates. So, uh... If you could... I don't know, just... None of us want anything to happen to him. Of course. Uh, I'll, uh, I'll send you guys a letter. Uh, have a good afternoon. You too? She recovers enough to bow stiffly and leave. Will, it looks like we're going to need to find disguises. <gasps> disguises? Well, of course. I'm going to need another dress. I can't wear the same one. Not to a high society party. Oh, is that... That's not okay? Mm, well, they'll know I'm not rich if I do. Oh. And if they know I'm not rich, then they'll know for sure I'm a spy. Oh. Oh, okay. Why... Mm, just, uh, like, <laughs> flops onto one of the chairs... I, hmm, yeah, I... <laughs> this is just short-circuiting. Yes. <laughs> Our one intrigue arc has just completely short-circuited Tissa. <laughs> yeah, Marilyn actually kind of stops for a moment. What are we going to do with you? I... Actually, I have an idea. Huh? How good are you at climbing? Um, I'm pretty good at climbing. Ah, perfect. And Marilyn kind of leans over to Tissa. Don't, don't tell anyone else this, but I know a place over there that we can, we can set up some observation. I'm not supposed to know about that place. Okay. Does that mean I'm not supposed to know about it either? Mm. No, I, I trust you. The big guy trusts you implicitly, so that goes a long way in my book. Mm. Oh, okay. Also, you're the only other person here who's small enough to fit in these places. Mm. Okay. Mean! Tissa looks up from the chair at Wotha, who is at least metaphorically towering over the two of them. Yeah. Wotha, you've got like a foot on us almost. Yeah. Wotha's average height, but she's been described repeatedly as being curvaceous. She's like, she's not a light lady. Hmm. 
Yeah, and Marilyn is a tiny gremlin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, okay, she's not as small as Vi, but... Yeah. <laughs> okay. Costume shopping it is. Yes, let's. <gasps> Could I dress like... Like, well, I think I've seen drawings of, like, fancy butlers and stuff. Can can I wear something like that? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 with tails. Yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. And, and like, 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 shoes that are, like, really shiny. Very shiny. Shiny shoes and tails. Here we come. Here we come. <laughs> I think, like, Wolf and Penelope just kind of parade out. <laughs> Ready for a shopping montage. Just like fists raised in the air, just like, woohoo! <laughs> Tissa sort of gestures from like behind her waist, like, tails? <laughs> Fancy coats. And there's another ding-a-ling at the Albatross Legion's door. Hi, I brought buns. Oh, hi. Hi, hi. Tissa! And hi. Yeah, Gideon has a basket of steamed buns over her forearm. They have chairs now. They do? Wow. And desks. They have... Mm. And, 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 and the ceiling doesn't have any holes in it. You okay? You look a little sick. Um, we were out last night. And you need a big breakfast. And she fishes in her in her basket and hands Tessa just a big old meat bun. Oh, and you must be Gideon. Nice to meet you. Pleasure to meet you. Gideon Gaius Merciful. Marilyn Stageport, I am so glad you showed up. Mm. She has been beside herself for a while, but uh, you've picked things up quite nicely, so thank you. <laughs> it was just good luck. I came to drop off some food for Frazan and Ampe. And we kind of cut to the front waiting area where the two of them are eating steamed buns over one of the waiting room chairs. Frazan is just looking back and forth between a big book and the steam bun. Well, still, thank you. <laughs> we needed a good pick-me-up. <laughs> what good timing. And Marilyn sits back down and is also eating a steam bun, which she just has. <laughs> how, oh, 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 how were your parents? They're doing great, thanks. Oh, good. See, Mom's restaurant has grown. They added a bunch of new tables. They expanded the dining room. They can see a lot more clients now. Wow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Dad's still cranky, but that's fine. Hmm. About anything in particular? No, just being a bored retired man. Hmm. <laughs> we keep trying to get him to go to work at Mom's place, but he won't hear of it. So what does he do, or is it all grumpy all the time? You know, before I went off to war, he was a boxer. A decorated one. Oh. Mm-hmm. But he took some hits, and the doctor said it was best for him to retire, so... You have to... Mm, yeah. He takes long walks, plays chess, hmm. gets grumpy. 
<laughs> Goes to the restaurant to bother mom, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and how are you? I'm doing great. Stageport is still here. It is. It <laughs> is. Mm. I've still got some food, but I don't see Penelope. Mm, yes, um, she and Wotha are getting disguises. Ooh, still confused, I think. Okay. I think Penelope thinks she's getting disguises. Wotha recognizes it as a chance to shop. <laughs> well... Penelope's probably having a great time anyway. She always talks about how much she wants to go shopping with Volta. Mm-hmm. Even to me, and I've never met the woman. <laughs> oh, that's right. You still haven't yet. No, she's always out every time I come to visit the team. Hmm. Strange. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> oh, I forgot to ask. Would you like some coffee? We still have some. Oh, I would love some. Thank you. So you're confused, huh, Tissa? Yeah. Apparently there's a... Well, people are disappearing and there's a demon and they have to go to parties for some reason and not ask why there's a demon or how to help with the demon. They have to, but they have to know anyway and... Hmm. Well, if you want, we can go ask. That seems better to me. <laughs> okay. I don't have any plans until dinner time. Would you like to come to my place for dinner? Yes. <laughs> I'm sure mom and dad would love to meet you. I want to meet your mom and dad. <laughs> huh. Yeah. Let's yeah. you and I do our own investigation today. And then we'll get dinner with my parents, and at nighttime we'll come tell what people what we learned. Okay. Marilyn, you want to come investigate with us? Yeah, I think it might be best if you had a guide, so let me finish breakfast here and, and I'll get my stuff. Okay. I think one more scene before the time comes is it is first thing in the morning out at the fishing lodge. Does Cobb wake up first thing in the morning? Uh, yes. Absolutely. Has he received anything that's gonna... Any information that's gonna cause him to change his mind about being on vacation? Almost, but not quite. <laughs> his response, yes, that sounds like Penelope. <laughs> Sot sleeps in a little bit. He's uh, He sleeps in a little bit later than normal, but eventually he is up, he is dressed. And, sorry, Captain. Ready to go. Don't worry about it. We're on vacation. <laughs> I guess. Do you think the others are going to be okay? Mm. Yeah, they'll be fine. Mm. Tissa knows what she's doing. Penelope is... Well, you can't stop Penelope. And, and Marilyn... I trust Marilyn to take care of them. They'll be fine. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Cobb is secretly very worried about it. And the two of you head out to charter a fishing boat. Are you going with like a group or are you just kind of the two of you hopping in a little boat and sailing out to sea? I think it's the two of them hopping in a boat and heading out to sea. Like something 
not super tiny, but, you know, not like a, a dinghy or a rowboat or something, but like one step up from that. It's a real small, like, it's got a sail, but it's only really big enough for at most like five people. One of those. Yeah. Yeah. And Sot's kind of busying himself, getting his fishing gear all together. He's real excited. His face is just like flushed with excitement. His eyes are all shiny. And the two of you set sail out into the open water early morning. In the distance, you can see the gray of Stageport on the horizon, but you're not quite in the city right now. And the sun is glaring and ripples off a tranquil ocean. There isn't a cloud in the sky, and it doesn't seem like there's going to be for a while. The air is crisp and cool. That may not always be the case, but it is first thing in the morning. And the two of you cast your lines and wait. And now I do believe it's memory time. I love Tissa's total, just like, what, what, why? Why don't we just talk to them? Just like sitting in a chair, just like, what, why, why spies and disguises is good. No, Tissa bouncing off of intrigue is great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm enjoying that too, actually. I think other than that, I'm having a lot of fun with Penelope going out to get tails and spats and fancy shoes. You gotta. <laughs> yeah. For a disguise for people who have never seen her. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, this way I'll be even less noticeable, even if they've never seen me before. Gotta have at least, you know, disguises. Disguises. Mm-hmm. I appreciate I appreciate that Marilyn can hold her own with Wotha. Yeah, me too, actually. (laughs) I'm always delighted by Marilyn's interactions with Wotha. That smile after, like, Penelope goes up to get more ciders. (laughs) Yeah, they have a great dynamic. Marilyn is a little crabby and definitely acts like a grumpy mom and is treated (laughs) as such, which is great. (laughs) Thank you for listening to us, listener. As always, thank you for joining us. We think you are the greatest. Yeah, thanks for being there for us. And thanks for now listening to the award-winning podcast. (laughs) (laughs) We promised we wouldn't get bratty about it, and we lied. (laughs) Well, no, I lied. Did you seriously take me seriously when I said I wasn't going to be bratty about something? <laughs> no, I said I said we wouldn't be. You said we would. So I lied. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Because I am just a grade A brat pretty much at all times. Listener, if you would like to get a hold of us, you can reach us using the web form on swordofsymphonies.com or on Twitter at PeachGardenRPGs. We'd love to hear from you. Every time we hear from a listener, it makes our day. You can find a special edition of the Heroic Chord Manual, which I hand-painted and I hand-lettered all the headers and everything. It's extremely cute. It's beautiful. For the Harmony Jam. Well, thanks, guys. It's very nice. Go check it out. Yeah. The base rules are still free if you want to be part of this playtest. Or you can give me money by paying for the one that I painted. 
You can find us on the Heroic Discord. The link to that is in our uh, Twitter bio, I think. Mm -hmm. And we would love to hear from you. There's a lot of people in the Discord right now working on their Harmony Drive games for the upcoming Harmony Jam. So if you want to design a game based on Heroic Chord, come join us. Yeah, and come see what everybody else is doing. Maybe it'll get you some of the old inspiration. Moss has designed the first ever published Heroic Chord adventure. Mm -hmm. It is absolutely dreamy. It is deep in the springtide sea caves, and it is about a spring festival in Stageport. And I'm sorely tempted to run it for you jerks. (laughs) (laughs) It's beautiful. You can also find us on the Be Gay Roll Dice Network Discord where you can find our fellow award winners, our sibling podcast, The Eternity Archives. And our new sibling that also won an award, but they won the award before they were our sibling, DDoS the Dragon. Yeah. We've also got Tales Yet Told, a new addition to the network, who I think you are going to love. I love. And of course, the classic Super Idols RPG. What's not to love about Super Idols? What's not to love? Long story short, you can find what you're looking for at BK Roll Dice. They're all amazing. And you know what? So are you, listener. And we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye, Bye everybody. Be gay. Roll dice. An LGBTQIA actual play podcast network. It takes boundless courage to look normal in the eye and destroy it. But we must. Welcome to the Eternity Archives. We're going to be playing Heroic Chord. Amilta, a world that is recovering from a century-old apocalypse. There isn't any war here. There are barely countries here. Zen looks like she has experienced something profound. Rill's whole thing is they don't have a sense of self. They do what they think others want them to do. So we wake up and Rill just isn't there. This is a dragon. And just as you come across it, it lifts its head to look at you. So yeah, I'm going to play him a little song about how magic the sword is. I think I might try and cast Advancing Silent. Sunlight water? Hunting green? sunlight armor as the music is playing you can um, see ripples in the air that have almost like a slight shimmer in them emanating from her loot do you remember the beauty and the things that you fear this is the eternity archives